Welcome to the All Things Performance Podcast, where our goal is to stay hungry, to get better, and to move the meter. My name is Josiah Igano, and whether you're looking to improve physically, to get fed spiritually, or to challenge yourself mentally, we're digging deep to find those gems, and we're going to find them. Let's go. Let's, let's, let's go. Welcome again to the All Things Performance Podcast. I just want to say thank you all for listening. You know, in previous podcasts, you've likely heard me in these live settings, whether it was at a restaurant or, you know, at, in, in the great outdoors or in some type of live setting. I actually prefer these environments because they're real. You know what I'm saying? Um, it kind of gets us out of that, the whole COVID sterile virtual uh, environment that we've all been living in this last year plus and so um, I, I love this format uh, you're gonna hear a lot of different things a lot of crazy things you know hopefully I don't get attacked by a pack of dogs out here you know what I'm saying um, you know so this, this dude's over here shooting hoops out here uh, you know and and hopefully I don't uh, run into any danger I almost got ran over last time so hopefully that doesn't happen again but I just want to I just want to invite you again um, today as we talk more about human performance uh, today I wanted to talk about confidence and when you look at confidence confidence is yet another one of those words that are used so much in the world of athletics so much in the world period in the marketplace period that it actually loses its luster it loses its meaning it's, it becomes diluted right and if you don't understand definitions it's impossible for you to understand concepts and when you can't understand concepts we can't talk about philosophy right so when you start looking at confidence confidence is your level of certainty in a specific thing in a specific person in a specific situation it's the level of certainty that an individual has in something that's what confidence means Right. Many of you who are listening to this, if you are seated down in a chair or whatnot, you probably didn't think twice before you sat in that chair. You probably didn't say to yourself, man, I really hope that this chair holds up. Right. You, you, we don't think like that. We had a high level of certainty in that chair when you went to, uh, you know, turn the ignition in your car or if it's even if it's keyless or wh whatever the case may be. I guarantee you that. 100% of you didn't go to your car and say, oh man, I really hope that this car starts right now. I, I just really hope it starts. No, because you had a high level, to, level of certainty rather that you had in that vehicle. And the more certainty that you have about something, the higher your confidence. And the lower the level of certainty that you have in something, the lower the confidence. I can just tell you right now, that I'm not going to give the keys to my 10 year old to go and pick me up from anywhere. I'm not going to give her my keys and say, hey, uh, can you come pick me up at three o'clock when I'm done with my meeting? I'm not giving my 10 year old that, why? Because I'm not confident. I'm not, I have actually zero confidence, right? My level of certainty that she can get from point A to point B safely without hurting herself or others, <clears throat> right, is very low. It's actually non-existent. <clears throat> Many people, when Shaquille O'Neal would go to the free throw line, right? What was their level of certainty that they had that he was going to hit both of his free throws? You get the picture. The higher your certainty, the higher your confidence. 
And today what I would like to do is I would like to give you a simple acronym that is going to help you build confidence in any situation that you may find yourself in. Really simple acronym. Now, before I do, I wanted to kind of give you guys a little precursor, right? So you've all likely been to a zoo or an animal park or uh, I hate zoos, by the way. I feel like zoos are like penitentiaries for animals. You know what I mean? It's just like they take all these beautiful animals that, that are highly talented and just, you know, uh, just majestic beings and they just put them in cages. I, I just feel like they're, they're I just feel like they're uh, like little jails. Anyway, when you when you've gone to a zoo or if you've gone to a park, you've likely seen uh, signs that say do not feed the animals. Right. Do not feed the animals. And oftentimes there it's those signs are there so that those animals do not create a dependency on human beings that they don't attack future human beings and that, you know, they stay on on diet and they stay on cue. Right. Well, what I want to do is I want to create a paradigm shift today and I want you to feed the beast. I want you to feed the animals. You are the beast. I want you to feed. Feed yourself. Right. So when you look at this acronym BEAST, B-E-A-S-T, this is a simple acronym to help build your confidence and it's all rooted in science and it's very simple to implement. So B, body language, body language. You have to make sure that you are on point with your body language. If you look at Dr. Amy Cuddy's work or Dr. Alan Pease's work on body language, they have some of the the preeminent work out there and I love uh, studying uh, what they have presented to the world. Your resting levels of testosterone are actually affected by your body language, your posture, right? Are you expansive? Are you slow? Are you sure? You know, are you, do you take up space? Do you make good eye contact or are you small or do you have, you know, kyphotic posture, slumped down head, you take up less space, your eyes are downcast, your body language affects your confidence. And not only does it affect your confidence, it affects your, the, the confidence that your teammates have in you, that your coaches have in you and that the opponents see that you have or don't have. Body language is huge. It's huge. So we have to make sure that we correct our body language. And there are several tools, two of which I've just, uh, two uh, contributors who I've just mentioned that you can go and look up their work. I'm not gonna spend time you know, talking about how to do it today. Uh, th that can be for another time, but you have to work on your body language, period, full stop. The E, the E stands for your environment. If you want to build confidence, you have to be able to change your environment. When you start looking at, uh, you know, mental toughness uh, and things such as this, right, uh, and, and just, the, you know, personality psychology, we have what we call um, control, right? Some people refer to it as emotional control, locus of control, best that and the other. Part of that whole situation uh, in science, when you start talking about control from a mental toughness standpoint, is how well are you able to mask negative emotions of disgust, hatred, guilt, shame, you know, disappointment, and how well are you able to emote the positive feelings such, such as, you know, joy, excitement, enthusiasm, warmth, victory, vitality, vigor, right? How well are you able to emote those to those around you? Those who can do that 
ultimately change their environment, both good and bad, right? Both in, in both examples. If I got, you know, uh, uh, <clears throat> rain cloud Johnny, just everything is bad. The food's bad. The umpires are bad. You know what I'm saying? The, the, you know, the field's bad. That stuff affects everybody around them, right? And, and conversely, if you have somebody who is a, you know, a, 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 what I call a thermostat versus a thermometer, that person sets the tone, right? For everybody around him or her. So when it comes to confidence, are you a thermostat? Are you somebody who sets and regulates the temperature for everybody based on how you smile, how you interact, your body language, the words that you're using, your disposition, right? Or are you somebody who is just going with the flow? You're a thermometer. You're just doing what everybody else is doing. Everybody else is giving half effort today, so I'm going to give half effort, right? Everybody else is complaining today, so I'm going to complain. Environment. How well can you impact your environment? How well can you do that? This is huge. This is huge. Research has stated and research has, has, uh, has shown us that when your levels of confidence are high, it affects your teammates and it affects your coach's belief in you. And if you want to build confidence, you have to be able to develop these skills of changing your environment. Can you change your environment? You might say, well, Joe, I'm in a dugout, it's kind of tight and you know, I can't get away from these negative people. Change the, change the subject, smile. When somebody starts gossiping about A, B, and C, X, Y, Z, hey, man, hey, what'd you guys think about that play right there? Hey, let's go. You know what I mean? Change the subject. You don't have to continually talk about what they're talking about if it's not serving you or your team in any fashion. E, environment. Change your environment. So, A, the A is affirmations. Affirmations are absolutely huge when it comes to building confidence. I always say, think, say, do. Whatever you think, you're eventually going to say, and whatever you say, your body is eventually going to do. Your words, in my humble opinion, apart from God, are the most important words that you will hear while you're walking on the face of this earth. Your words are powerful. They are powerful. If you look at it, right, your brain, your mouth, and your body, your mouth, your words, are the glue that holds your thought and your behaviors together. I'm going to say that again. Your mouth, your words, in essence, are holding your thoughts and your actions together. They're like glue. Many people do one thing, they, or they think one thing, they say something else, and they do something completely different. They're not in alignment. When you are able to positively affirm yourself with a short, accurate quick statement that's true and you can say it out loud it affects your body's physiology what's an example of an affirmation you got this hey i can do this i've prepared for this this is my time i'm the head and not the tail i'm more than a conqueror it could be a bible verse it could be a verse out of a, a you know holy scripture whatever the case may be when you are able to use affirmations and you are able to say them out loud it sets this process in motion where the body aligns with what it is that you're saying affirmations are absolutely huge i'm going to get really scientific and really nerdy for just a few seconds here 
your mesolimbic system is the system in your brain that's in charge of behavior. And when you start looking at the auditory implications of that, like what you're actually saying, it directly impacts your mesolimbic system. So if I'm continually telling myself that I suck, I'm not good enough, this umpire is squeezing me, these referees suck, it's hot out here, this water tastes nasty, and I'm continually feeding my, my, my mesolimbic system with just negativity, my body is going to mirror that. But if I can remind myself by using affirmations, which are short, direct statements that are true, all of a sudden now I'm rewiring my behavior. I'm positively impacting my behavior. I've prepared for this. I got this. My time is now. I'm the head and not the tail. I can do all things through him who gives me strength. Whatever it is for you. If you can use affirmations, research has shown us that affirmations help build confidence. So recap real quick. B, body language. E, change my environment. A, affirmations. The S, the S stands for sights. We have to set our sights ahead. Now, the, the S really is the mental skill of visualization, right? So it's really sights, parentheses, visualization. I'm gonna show you why here in a second. When it comes to building confidence, right? Sometimes you have to see things as how they could be. So you have to set your sights well in advance. You have to visualize well in advance. No man, no woman, no child has ever bought a pair of binoculars and said, oh, let me look at the ground with my binoculars. Oh man, look at those ants right there. Man, they're really putting in work down there. Man, that's awesome, right? No one does that. Why do you get binoculars? You get binoculars to see things that are on the horizon, to see things that are not yet in your immediate sphere. That's why you get binoculars. And when you start talking about confidence, because we're talking about confidence right now, and you start using the skill of visualization, seeing things as they could be, it actually heightens your levels of confidence, your level of certainty that you have any specific thing. We just came out of an Olympic year. Olympians use this skill all the time. Michael Phelps uses this skill relentlessly, right? They are able to take these, the, the, this concept of visualization and, and repeat and see the, the, you know, the race in their minds, the match in their mind, the game in their mind over and over and over again before they actually jump in the pool, before they actually get onto the basketball court or on the tennis court or whatever the field and or court of competition may be. They use, my friends, visualization. Visualization is seeing things in your mind before they happen or as they could happen. Sometimes visualization is remembering things that have happened in the past that were good. Could be bad too, but they visualize things that have happened that are good that they want to repeat again in a future match competition or performance. Research has also shown us that when you use visualization along with your actual practice skills, right? 
that your level of performance actually is heightened more so than somebody who just practices. It's it's absolutely impressive what happens with visualization. To to get even more scientific, research is showing us that when you start looking at uh, imagery or imaging results on the human brain, that when you visualize, you are actually stimulating the same cortical regions of your brain that you would be using when you were doing the actual activity itself. So if I'm a boxer and I'm actually boxing, I'm actually sparring, I'm actually, you know, engaged in competition, right? Those same regions that are activated when I'm doing the physical task are actually stimulated and there's blood rushing to that area when I'm visualizing it. Talk about mental reps, man. Talk about mental reps. This is powerful stuff here. When you start talking about visualization, it's very powerful stuff. And so when you, when you start using these things, it actually helps to build your confidence. Another word for, or or some other words that people use for visualization is mental rehearsal. You hear that a lot, especially in the military, the armed forces, mental rehearsal. They're going over what it is that they're going to do, right? You'll know, you've likely heard another word called imagery, right? using imagery, right? Guided imagery, whatever the case may be. These are all different words, different phrases that are attempting to explain the same phenomenon, which is visualization. So, sights, parentheses, visualization. Another way that you can help to uh, the last way, rather, which, which you can help to build your confidence, your level of certainty that you have in something, is the last letter is T, triumphs, T, triumphs. So when you start looking at uh, research, if you look at, if you look and study, uh, if you look at and study Albert Bandura's work, he said that performance accomplishments, another word for triumphs, performance accomplishments are one of the biggest areas whereby an individual can build their confidence. What have you done well in the past? That's the simple way of saying it. What is it that you have succeeded in, that you have been triumphant in, in the past? What area? What areas? Where? If you can go back and you can reminisce and you can recall and you can watch and you can draw from and you can extract from those things that you have done well in the past, that is the biggest pool, the biggest library, if you will, of success that you will ever have is what you've already done well in the past. I'm not telling you to go live in the past, but use the past as a reference. Go and remember how you did in the month of June during 2017, how good you were, right? And repeat it. Go and remember, you know, that large stretch of time in which you were just absolutely unstoppable. Go pull up game film, go pull up the tape, go, go pull it up and watch it and remind yourself because sometimes the greatest insights, my friends, come from simply being reminded triumphs what have you done well in the past sometimes high level performance we have this tendency to forget we forget too easily we forget too quickly about how good we were and triumphs 
is an area whereby you can elicit so much information about what makes you great, what makes you who you are. So in recap, you wanna build confidence, you wanna build your level of certainty in yourself, in your tradecraft, in your domain. An easy way to do that is remembering the BEAST acronym, B, body language. What does my body language say about me right now? What do other people think about me right now based on how I move, how I react, how I respond, and what my body disposition is in a public setting? E. Am I changing my environment? Am I smiling? Do I have great body language, right? Am I, am I using nonverbal, you know, cues with my disposition, right? Am I a thermostat or am I a thermometer? Am I affirming myself? Am I saying and reminding myself of short, quick, accurate statements which are true that help me perform at high levels? S. Am I setting my sights on things as they could be? Am I visualizing success? Am I taking the time to visualize success? And then T, what have I done well? What are my triumphs? Am I taking the time to remember what it is that I've done so well? Because if I am, and I'm doing all the things preceding that, I'm going to heighten my level of confidence. I'm going to heighten my level of belief in myself. Hope this makes sense and I hope it helps somebody today. Um, feed the beast, man. Feed the beast. Continually, continually feed that beast. God has made you in a wonderful, fearfully and wonderfully. You are unique. You have gifts, talents and abilities that no one quite like you has, nor will they have in combination. Not only now, but always. And you got to remember that. And I want you to make sure that you're feeding that beast so that we can enjoy, right? the best version of you that you have to offer. Have a great day today.